Hello there, and welcome to the Fall in Love with Yourself First podcast. My name is Mandy Tardiff. This is episode number 23, and the title, are you ready for the title of this week's episode? It is Why I Created an Account on OnlyFans. Yep. So welcome to this podcast. And before maybe you would turn this podcast off and say, I'm not listening to that, or maybe you judge what this podcast is going to be about, or maybe you don't know who I am and you automatically went to this place in your mind of kind of putting me in some kind of a, a category of, of who I am because based on the title of this podcast before you go to any of those normal things that we do as humans, I would ask you, suggest that you give yourself the gift of staying with me here on this podcast today to listen to a story and that I would also ask you to open up your mind to quite possibly learning something that could really benefit you in your life and that could really see you could see things from such a different perspective by staying by being willing to have your mind maybe opened up and into an area that you never really wanted it to be opened up to you didn't think you needed it to um, just seeing things from a new lens a new perspective because I assure you there's a reason why I created an account on OnlyFans and I want to share why I did that and I also want to share why I deleted my account on OnlyFans um, and why I now have a different perspective, a different um, just kind of outlook and a lot more empathy, compassion and understanding and open-mindedness around OnlyFans as a, a platform in its, you know, in its entirety. And then also to any individual person who has created an account, who maybe did create it and then deleted it, or maybe people who are contemplating creating it, maybe people who really want to, but they're afraid of judgment, maybe people who have judged it up and down and left and right and put people that are on OnlyFans in a category of of just negative, a negative category, um, kind of thinking that all people on OnlyFans are whatever they think they might be. And also anyone who goes on OnlyFans pays for multiple subscriptions or um, is addicted to OnlyFans or um, feels like OnlyFans is their only highlight in their life or feels a lot of shame and feels a lot of uh, insecurity about the fact that they use OnlyFans. They don't want to tell anybody about it, but they feel like it is something that is in some ways good for them, but it has a stigma on it. So I just wanted to open up the whole kind of dialogue about this platform from my very minimal amount of knowledge and from this vantage point where I'm at currently in my life, which might change in 10 years from now, five years from now, because we're ever evolving beings. So my opinions my outlook, my perspective, you know, is constantly evolving and changing. And I say that because here's an example. If you would have 
told me five years ago that I would create an account on OnlyFans, I would have told you, no way, I'm not that person. I would never do that. Kind of in this way of like, I'm better than that or looking down on people who do that. And it's funny, when you go through something in life, you get a different perspective and therefore, hopefully, you have more empathy, you have more compassion for people because you have just a different understanding because you've walked in their shoes or you've at least taken the time to really listen to a person and really say, wow, you know, I I really understand where you're coming from. Like I judged you, but I was incorrectly judging you. Like I really wasn't hearing all the pieces of the story, but if I went through the same thing you went through, I I would do the same thing. I, I, I I, I thought I, maybe I wouldn't, but I, but I, I would. And Originally, I was thinking that I was going to do a whole podcast about uh, kind of about this area of sugar daddies and people paying people for companionship and for connection. I, I might tie that into this podcast, and it probably will come in through this podcast because I received a message as I I do receive these messages often on Instagram where someone will ask me through the direct messaging feature in Instagram. They'll just send me a message saying, I'm wondering if I could be your sugar daddy and I'd pay you X amount of money. Sometimes it's $3,000, you know, dollars per month. And I'm just asking for companionship. I'm asking for connection. I'm asking for whatever it is that they want to have an agreement with you. And for some people, I would imagine that this sounds really enticing because they really are in need of money. They really are struggling. They just got out of a divorce and they've been financially provided for for a long time. And if some guy's going to give them $6,000 a month and all they have to do is, you know, give them connection and some commitment and some pictures here and there, then heck, why not? And You can't judge anybody or we shouldn't be judging people who might find it in their life that they're they're doing that. And maybe in some ways they're grateful. Maybe in some ways they're enjoying it. Maybe in some ways they hate themselves for it. Maybe in a lot of ways they feel shame about it. But then they never thought that they would become that person and they used to judge people that would do that. But my whole point in bringing up these topics of sugar daddies, and if you don't know what a sugar daddy is, my minimal understanding of of it is that it is a a person who provides money to another person to make an agreement where they get certain things, sexual favors, sexual encounters, um, in exchange for those sexual encounters, sexual favors, maybe pictures, they are given some money to pay their rent, to go shopping, and what's happening in our society a lot more is that there are rich men there's there can also be rich women who are asking younger men younger women if they would like to make this deal and young men young women um, the predominant dynamic that you find this in this world is is sugar daddies paying young girls large sums of money 
to solicit them to give them, you know, these certain things. Um, It's mostly a man and then a, a young woman, although, of course, there's variations to this. But I just want to talk about it. I am in no way whatsoever talking about this from a non-judgmental preaching point of view at all. I'm not trying to like skew anyone's opinion. I'm not trying to say this is wrong or right or anything. I am wanting to just talk about it because it is something that's happening in our world. Um, just like this on OnlyFans platform. And I want to just talk about the important thing behind all of this. Because if we just pointing fingers at, you know, they're doing this or they're doing that or that's wrong, or and we're, if we're projecting our ideas and thoughts about what they're doing and saying it's wrong and judging them, and if we're not actually willing to go underneath behind the scenes and get to really know the nuances and the depth as to what's occurring behind the scenes of all this, then we're just going to continue to create a divide and we're not going to be a connected human race. We've got to realize that at the core of all of us are deep needs that we all have. And we are all more similar than we could possibly even imagine. And we have to stop anything that's contrary to that. And social media, in my opinion, it can be really harmful. And we all know that to a certain degree. And how it is seemingly connecting all of us on a large scale. We saw that through COVID. But how it's also disconnecting if we're not very aware And so I'm just bringing these things to the surface. I'm just bringing these conversations out in the light because they need to be talked about, but not in a way where we are talking about them from any other place other than to seek to be compassionate, empathic, open fucking minded. And I'm very passionate about this because I myself have been on the other end of, um, And what I mean by that is a number of years ago, if you would have told me that I would have created an account on OnlyFans, I would have told you you were crazy and I would never do that. But I did. I did. Let me get into that story. So there's a lot of layers to this. A lot of layers, so many layers that I just would need to sit down with you over coffee and just, you know, listen to your story, of course, but ask you to listen to mine. Ask you to listen to the struggles that I have and the pain that I've gone through and the trauma and my childhood and how these faulty belief systems formed and how I've suffered great emotional pain and physical pain, chronic pain as a result of so much (laughs) and how all these things impact us throughout our life in ways that are very painful I'm 47 years old and I still haven't been able to be in a relationship and there's reasons. It's not because I don't desire one. It's not because I'm not a loving person. It's not because I'm not trying. It's not because I don't have a deep desire. It's because I have a deep, deep unworthiness that is healing, that has been healing. I have deep programmed beliefs about myself and who I am as a woman and what my role is and 
deep beliefs of how I have to earn love and it's taking a long time to to detangle all of these deep beliefs and they don't just happen overnight they happen through experience and they happen through going through things that maybe you thought you'd never ever go through for instance creating an account on OnlyFans or becoming best friends with somebody who who had a sugar daddy and understanding that there's reasons for everything and you know taking the time to really get to know somebody and saying wow i i i i there's actually so much beauty in that and love and i can see if you really go underneath the surface and and take the time to listen it's amazing how you feel connected with somebody it's amazing how you might even start crying you could first judge someone so harshly and then you start crying because you're like oh my god like you're just like me we're so we're so 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 similar you're you're similar to the person that's homeless you're similar to the drug addict you're similar to the villain to the criminal you're similar to the sex offender to the person who had an affair to the person who was having an affair you're similar to the cheater you're similar to you we me and and maybe you're open-minded to this maybe you already have gone through your own life experience where you already know this you believe this you've you've felt this you've been initiated into this understanding to develop more compassion because the whole point is is to develop more compassion and love to know how much we are loved by a loving god and to help god to mold us and fashion us into more like his image but it first starts with the admittance of knowing that we are not god that's a powerful person that's a smart person a humble person a realistic person is someone who's like i am not god in fact i need god i so need god and i have no right to judge i have no right to judge because the bible even says he you know you will be judged in the same ways that you have judged and we all do it it's normal sometimes we do it without even knowing that we're doing it i just admitted that i've judged people when i heard that they were sugar babies sugar daddies all kinds of different scenarios right but it isn't until you've actually walked through it yourself and you've had your own experience that you're like oh my god please may i not judge please may i be a more open-minded please may i seek to be an instrument of peace where there is hatred may i seek to be an instrument of understanding instead of trying so hard to be understood or just putting my projections on things so my story behind creating an only fans account now it was recent probably i'd say three months ago maybe so what are we in we're in 2023 right now it is currently the end of may so let's back up maybe it was around february around that time and i have chronic pain in my body and it is worse than i can possibly even explain to you i have expressed this i've shared this with some of my closest friends and they can't believe that i walk around with this much pain because they they say that they just would never know i don't complain i don't act like i'm in pain but now that they know and they they watch me and they see me they can see how i'm wincing how i'm how i'm having to hold myself up how i'm laying down throughout the day most of the day because i'm just in so much pain they they now see it they didn't see it before you know all you see is what you see and i 
put myself out there in the world as someone who's very able-bodied and very active and partially that's because I want to be accepted and that's part of my personality where I've learned through being a young girl that I have to act a certain way, be a certain way, I have to always be achieving and going after things in order for people to stay, in order for people to love me and if I'm not happy and if I'm not you know, successful, if I'm not doing good things then then I'm going to be alone I'm going to be abandoned and this is deep shit this is deep freaking shit but now that I've become you know I'm becoming even more like the velveteen rabbit right I'm becoming more real and letting people really in letting myself really just get to another edge another level of being authentic I'm you know not so much feeling like I have to do that anymore and I was getting to this place back in February where I was just beyond beyond exhausted and scared out of my mind truly scared of how I'm going to make a living for myself I've been told over and over that I'm so talented and but it's gotten so painful to be able to paint and a lot of people see me post things on Instagram and Facebook but I'm reposting things that I created years ago. I'm not currently creating things. I I do still create because it's a necessity, it's a need. I feel like I'll just become so depressed if I'm not moving a paintbrush at least sometime, but mostly everything that people say is curated from a couple, you know, many years ago of just reposting things and you know, you got to stay current on Instagram or else you'll get lost in the masses and you won't be important anymore. You won't be significant and people won't want to hire you because you're just not showing up. You're not able-bodied, you know, just all this stuff that I could go on and on about. But um, I was just getting to the point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm exhausted. And then there was also another piece of me just just wanting to relax and and explore my own creative sexual expression having come from a religion and not even not even gifting myself with an orgasm for many years of my life faking it with every single man that I've ever been with focusing more on their pleasure than my pleasure whatsoever it got to the point even from the first time I ever had sex, it was ingrained in me very deeply that having sex, my main focus was impressing, trying to look thin, sucking in my stomach and making sure that the man was pleased with his, with the whole sexual act and that I made it so amazing or seemingly that I was having such a good time that he would just feel like the biggest stud in the world. And then I guess in that, because a lot of this is just like, why did I even think that? Who the hell knows? But I just, now that I have done so much more processing and pondering and reflecting on just where these things began, I can just see that, you know, and have compassion for this young little girl. It was like, sweetheart, no, that's that's not what sex is about. Sex is not about you impressing somebody and making sure that they felt like a stud like what about you what about your pleasure what about your orgasm for 40 something years of my life or I wouldn't say 40 because I haven't had I haven't been having sex since I was one year old I started having sex when I was 15 and let's see I'm 47 so I'm a 
a large part of my life, a very large part of my life, I would say 98% of my sexual life was focused on his pleasure and then faking orgasms, which then just hurts me in the long run. It also hurts him. It hurts society. It hurts his next sexual partner. And I didn't do it because I'm a bitch or I was trying to manipulate. I was doing it from a deeply fearful, anxiously attached, insecure place inside of me that thought that I had to do that. I didn't think I had a choice and I just didn't know what I didn't know truly. It was so embedded in me. And so now that I'm learning more about this stuff, I'm deeply wanting to rewrite my story and deeply wanting to just enter into this place that I see all these other women doing on Instagram. I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a a bunch of just beautiful women out there and that are talking about pleasure, self-pleasure practices. Like women, make pleasure your your practice. Make it your like everything. Like that you deserve to get pleasure. Even pleasure yourself and in you giving yourself pleasure, meaning throughout the whole day, what is it that brings you pleasure? What foods bring you pleasure? What feelings bring you pleasure? What clothes bring you pleasure? What smells bring you pleasure? Like focus on that heavily and therein lies your roadmap, your medicine to give yourself what you deserve. And so many people like me have taken up the martyr kind of archetype, just constantly feeling like I have to deny my own needs, my own desires, my own wants, um, you know, like casting aside even who I am as a person. Like it's like I said, it's just so multi-layered, but I really wanted to explore the whole uh, world of creative sexual expression. I was seeing these women on Instagram that just seemed so alive and so bold and, and they were embodying this personality and this character that like I was almost afraid of and I didn't want to admit that I had that woman inside of me and for years I silently stalked them and judged them and was like I would never do that and they're doing that because of this and because of that and they're but yet I was fascinated and I was stalking their Instagram account and finally came the day when I dared courageously to to do that myself and to just try it on and to, you know, be really honest and say, I don't have to judge myself. I don't have to feel shame. I don't have to shun this part of myself, but this part lives and exists inside of me too. And the more that I can just embrace that and know that I will stop judging these other people and I will have my own experience that I can walk through and I can figure this out for myself. I can figure out if I really like OnlyFans and if I really want to do this. So I created an account It took me a while because I created it and then I deleted it. And then I created another one like a week later and then I deleted it. And then I created another one and I deleted it because I kept, I kept being afraid of like, what will people think? I can't do this. Like this is going to get out there. People are going to say, you can't come to my party and paint my children's faces because you're having OnlyFans account and that's disgusting and you're a slut and you're a whore, but like, that's just them projecting what they think it's all about and what they think I'm doing it for and who they think I am without actually getting to sit down and have a cup of coffee with me and actually feel into my energy and my heart and my soul and my spirit and get to know me as a person and know that I'm multifaceted, 
that I am so much more than an OnlyFans account that I created and that you might also feel into like, fuck, I totally get it. Like, wow, I'm so glad that we had this conversation. Like, I really understand you. I would do the same thing. And that takes a very healthy... So I record my podcast in my phone using this amazing app through Spotify. It's totally free. So if you're wanting to record your own podcast, then I highly recommend to check out Spotify um, for podcasters. But one of the features that I haven't figured out yet is how to stop people from calling you when you're in the middle of recording a podcast, because that just happened. I was going off on a topic and then all of a sudden I got a phone call and and now I forgot where I was but I just want to kind of wrap up this this uh, this episode by by just saying I did go on to OnlyFans and I created an account eventually after doing it and then not doing it and doing it and then not doing it and I I really just wanted to allow myself the space to without judging myself without making it wrong or right just feel into what would it be like if I utilize this space as a way to even make money um on making artistic I'm an artist I am an artist through and through I'm a photographer I'm a graphic designer like my whole art is my whole life is an expression of art I love making art and I see even like erotic pictures as an art form. So I was like, well, what what would it feel like if I just used my creative sexual expression and I got paid for it handsomely, you know? And maybe it would maybe I could possibly like connect with some really cool people and I could I even help people. Like what if there's some lonely men on the internet and I connect with them and I actually make them feel loved or I just I was trying to already think of holistic value driven ways that I could approach OnlyFans and that would make me at the end of the day feel really good about myself about making money I want every dollar that I make to feel really good about myself and I wanted to I want to make it feel good for me and the way that I make money just feels like it's not hurting people it's not harming people I am very very connected to that and that is something that's really important to me so I was like okay well maybe there is a way that I could do this and I got excited about you know maybe I could like create this amazing channel and make millions of dollars and be rich and I was you know partially afraid of the judgment from people but I was like well maybe I can end up having this be a a teaching moment where I can educate people on the fact that OnlyFans doesn't have to look this one way. It can be used in this way and open up people's minds to to just this topic in general. And And so I did post a picture of myself and it was erotic. It didn't show any parts of myself. It didn't show any nude parts of myself, but it was definitely an artistically erotic picture. And I ended up um, getting two subscribers. They paid, I think maybe $11 for my, for my subscription. And I actually messaged these people and sent them a personal message, thanking them and saying, you know, this is my first time on this website and I'm not even quite sure how I'm going to use it or if I'm going to use it. 
and I, um, I'm just trying it out. I'm not sure if this site is for me, but I just want to try it out because I'm curious. And they said, great. You know, they, they were, they were going to support me and, and it felt good. That interaction with an actual person, it, it felt good to me. But then I started to, I started to just not feel that good about it. I, I was like, you know what? I, I feel like I'm going to now have to keep up with the Joneses. And I, I, I only posted, I think I only posted maybe three pieces of content, a video of me face painting and body painting. And I was like, oh, I know what I can do. I can paint my body. I can do an artistic body painting, but I can add a little bit like of an element of eroticism in there. Maybe show like a nipple being painted or something. But even when I went to go edit the video and I went to go do that, I just felt like I couldn't do it. I just was like, I just don't like this because it feels like if I'm going to show a human my nipple, I want there to be a connection. I don't want there to be this disconnect. And so I, I just decided that it wasn't for me. And within, I think it was maybe within a week, I messaged those two people who subscribed to my channel and I sent them personal messages saying, thank you so much for subscribing at the end of the day. I just don't feel like this is something that completely feels like it's something I even want to do. It, it, I, I felt like there was like pressure to create really good content or I wasn't going to be able to capture the attention of somebody. And I just didn't like how it made me feel. And so I deleted it. But I did go on OnlyFans and I'm super glad that I did. And I really think that it was a good experience for me, for sure. Um, and people who are on OnlyFans, I there's this one girl in particular that I was following on Instagram and her and her lover, her and her partner, her and her longtime partner, her and the person that she's absolutely in love with, they make beautiful videos of their lovemaking. And there's these gorgeous uh, pictures of of them doing like things like you know sexual positions and you can see everything and they both have beautiful bodies beautiful faces I I personally just thought it was beautiful Uh, five years ago ten years ago I would have told you that's you know lewd and ridiculous and I just didn't wouldn't have seen the love in it today I feel like I, I because I'm getting more in touch with the depths within myself and I'm forming these deeper relationships and just going deeper in my life in general in all areas, I feel like I'm able to see the insides of something and rather than focus just on the surface of things. So I'm grateful for that. And yeah. And then in terms of, you know, sugar daddies, I, um, you know, I, I completely see how this is happening in this world and it's not even a new thing I believe this has been going on historically for a long time there's deep needs that we need and and who's to say that some of this isn't supposed to happen or isn't can turn into something beautiful or isn't what someone needs right now or it isn't an opportunity for someone to feel into what they're doing and then realize it's not what they want anymore and then make a different choice for themselves but 
they do it because they have more of a sense of what they want and we don't really know what we each need we don't and i just really hope for a world that becomes more open-minded that is willing to take the time to really get to know people and to really realize and understand that we're all i believe doing the best that we can we all come from so many levels of trauma that we just need to become more of a compassionate connected human race and can we please make connection be one of the most desired things in the world again where we truly truly want to connect with what's true and what's real and what's loving and connecting face to face connecting spirit to spirit soul to soul reality to reality truth to truth not in fantasy or hiding or shunning parts of ourselves but really connecting to the truth of your feelings to the truth of your grief to the truth of your pain to the truth of your suffering to the truth of who you are as a human to the truth of us all just being so messy may we get connected back into the fact that we're human living in a fallen world and we have a in my opinion i i believe i'd like to believe that we have some kind of a creator universe looking over all of us and has a plan and some days it's hard to believe that but it does definitely make me feel a lot more peace and less anxiety to believe that so i'd rather believe in it than not believe in it um but we really really need to um we just really need to get connected and be open-minded so that's why i'm sharing all this think what you want about me um but if you do want to learn more i'm open to that if you want to hear my story and more details because there's just always more to the story but that wraps it up for today thanks for listening and in my next podcast i will talk about who knows what <laughs> all right bye bye